You're tuned in to the Point Pleasant Podcast, the PPP. Check it out. It's even better than a government loan. This podcast connects residents, businesses, charities, and local events in the Point Pleasant and surrounding areas. Get live, get connected, as the PPP introduces you to all things Point. Yep, that's right. Hosted by Bay Ave business owner Michael Langsner from Haven Sweet Shop. Let's get started. The Point Pleasant Podcast. So welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in to the official Point Pleasant Podcast. I don't know what made it official, but I think I'm the only one going on right now. So I'm going to call it the official Point Pleasant Podcast. This is episode number three, um, and I'm so overwhelmed and psyched with the uh, reactions and, and, and follows that we're getting. I'm getting messages daily from people who are tuning in, uh, some people who I know, some people who are new to me, um, who are starting to follow the podcast. We got almost 1,500 listens on the very first podcast, um, and uh, episode two is trailing behind. So, Tom, you got some uh, some deep shoes to fill here. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Let's see if we can. Uh, let's go for 2,000. We'll set the bar high. Oh, I like it. I like <laughs> it. So, um, why don't you introduce yourself, actually, and in uh, in the company that you're representing, and why you're here today? Yeah, sure, Mike. Uh, so my name is Tom McTie, um, and I am one of the owners of uh, Bean Muggin Coffee Co. So we are a local small batch uh, coffee producer from Point Pleasant. Um, we we actually work with Mike from uh, from Havens quite often. Um, you can actually grab our coffee right in the shop in in Havens. Um, so kind of kicking with the community feel. Uh, Mike asked us to be on the podcast today. You're giving away the, the secret so soon. I didn't know. Oh, I wasn't going to share that just yet. All uh, right, we'll, we'll we'll get to the we'll get to the good stuff about what they can actually get there when you're ready. So, I, I mean, it. Let, let's just. How did you get into this? And and you know, uh, Point oh, Pleasant. You know, is is Point Pleasant known as a coffee town? Like, how how did that even come to be? So, as far as how we got into it, um, there's a little backstory with actually another company that we started in 2018 called the Caffeination Station. The goal there. Um, was to provide a mobile coffee bar to private and corporate events. Um, so with that company, we would go into a wedding, we'd go into you know a corporate holiday event and provide um, cappuccinos and lattes, espresso, um, basically what you would get when you stop into your local coffee shop or you know the, the big name that I won't mention. <laughs> so we started that company with the goal in mind, always kind of just to continue to grow. And the first step along the process was to come up with our own coffee to use. Um, and then ultimately the end result, um, you know, to be sitting in a, in our own coffee shop, um, you know, sometime in the near future, hopefully. And, um, and I, 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 we're not going to let out any secrets, but you are uh, in the works there. I I'm thinking, right. Um, we've, we've looked at some places. Uh, I, I don't know that it's going to be anything that happens in the next few months. Um, you know, we're still living in the middle of COVID and Wait, you know that so you're, well you're smarter than me. You're, you're not going to open a business <laughs> oh, in the middle of COVID. I mean, I, I don't know if I would say that. Um, I mean, we, we definitely started this business in the middle of COVID. There's no doubt about it. Um, I mean, the idea was there, the plan was there for it. Um, but COVID definitely moved up the timeline. Um, you know, specifically for me, I, I have two partners and, um, I'm the one that owns another business. So I'm self-employed just like you were, uh, with your entertainment company. So it moved the timeline, it changed the focus. Um, and we kind of just pushed really, really hard, um, through March, April, May, and June, 
um, you know, to get this launched. And really, the Bean Mug and Coffee Co. brand and the sales uh, went live just July 1st. Um, so, so really right in the middle of COVID. Wow. So July 1st, you went live. Uh, now, now, where can people, you're, you're mostly online right now. I, I mean, I have yeah, so, scooter, so how do you, people you have some of our product in the store, uh, but you can get our products on beanmuggingcoffeeco.com. Um, that's the main driver. Um, it's pretty, it's unique to sell your product mainly online, I guess, for a lot of businesses that are consumable like ours. Um, but for coffee, it's actually wildly popular. Um, you know, most people who are really into coffee aren't going to go into their local grocery store and just buy off the shelves. Um, they're going to go to a local coffee shop maybe and buy, or they're going to be able to go online like our company so they can kind of try stuff from all over the country, all over the world, um, you know, and the different blends that different companies produce. So right now, mainly online, we actually do a ton of farmers markets as well in the area. Um, those have stopped now with the winter and everything. Um, but that's a great market for, for this type of product as well. A lot of people that are interested in like small batch, um, or like organic products that people all shop in those, in those markets. So it works out really well for the coffee. So I, I you know, that I'm not a coffee drinker, but I, I, I do know. Our, our audience probably doesn't know that about me. So, uh, here's something that I don't know. So educate me a little bit and, and maybe somebody listening will pick up some tricks here too, but you, you're a local company, you're roasted locally, but you sell yep. coffees and blends from different areas, like, yeah. and, and even different flavors. So what is that all about? So, so ultimately, um, our coffee is sourced from anywhere around the globe. I mean, there are coffee producing regions, um, you know, Kenya is in Africa. Kenya is a hugely popular coffee. For anybody that likes it, that's actually going to be coming out in January, Kenyan coffee. Um, a lot of our coffees are South American from Colombia, from Honduras, from Guatemala, um, and even like South Pacific, Indonesia, Papua New Guinea, um, those areas as well. So what we do is we work with a local roaster, um, which kind of just aids the process for us. It allows us to kind of keep on a very timely roasting schedule and know that I need to have my orders picked up weekly. I need to have this order picked up every other week. Um, they essentially do that that part of the job for us uh, while we work on what different types of coffee we want to sell and what different types of blends we want to sell. So there's there's really two main things that we sell, Mike. Um, we sell blends of coffee. So we have three standard blends, really four if you count our decaf. So we have our boardwalk blend, our Sumatran sunrise blend and our beach bonfire blend. So two medium roasts and a light roast. And when we talk about blends, it's kind of like um, people that are into like whiskey and scotch, you know, if you're going to drink a blend or you're going to drink a single malt. So a blend is just beans from different regions that are put together to be roasted and come up with the flavor profile you're looking for. Uh -huh. The other, the other part to it is our single origin, which is, one bean from one place from one specific farm. Um, so like I said, we have Kenyan single origin coffee coming out in January. So that's going to be from one farm in Kenya, um, not mixed with anything else. Um, you know, everybody kind of has their, their preference to what they like. Um, but I, I guess if you're going to say a, a higher end coffee drinker is probably going to prefer a single origin. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, and I would assume that's the person that doesn't pump all the sugar and milks and things in it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of people tell you, you know, if you're drinking really good coffee, you can drink it black. Um, I don't drink coffee black. I love coffee. I don't, I don't drink it black. I just put a little bit of milk in it. 
Um, but they don't put sugar or anything like that. Um, you know, people that like that kind of stuff, we have something for them too. I mean, we have a, a bunch of seasonal flavors. So we, we started doing that in the fall with um, pumpkin spice. We did a gingerbread flavor for the holiday season. And then coming up, starting in the new year in January, we're going to release one new flavor per month um, that are going to stay through the duration of the year. So they're not going to go away. Um, and people will actually be able to subscribe to a monthly club. So every month when the new flavor comes out, they'll, they'll automatically get that shipment and it'll get sent out. So it's like the beer of the month club kind of. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So we, cur we currently do that for the single origins and uh, we're going to do that for the flavors starting in, uh, in January as well. That, that's cool. So uh, beanmuggin.com is M-U-G-G-I-N, right? There's no G at the end? Yep, M-U-G-G-I-N, Bean Muggin, um, just like if you were mean mugging somebody, uh, you're uh -huh. Bean Muggin. So it's Bean Muggin Coffee Co. Yeah. Out of curiosity, how'd you come up with the name and the logo? Because it's so... So uh, it's, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a little bit of a backwards, a backwards way that we came up with it. When we started the caffeination station, um, one of the guys came up with the idea of, of calling it Bean Muggin. Like you're mean mugging somebody, just a fun play on it. And um, we actually made that the, the, the legal entity of the company. Um, and then we were like, we can't go into somebody's wedding and call it the Bean Mug and Coffee Bar. Right. So we, cha we changed it to the caffeination station for those purposes. Um, but then when we pushed forward with, with starting this company and the coffee, we went with the Bean Mug and name um, and then kind of built backwards on the brand of it. We knew that we wanted the brand to be um, very Jersey and very Jersey Shore centric. Um, which is where like the beach cruiser comes from, which is the bike and the logo. Um, and the tagline is the roast from the coast. Since you know, we're, we're mainly shipping and, and producing everything right out of the, out of the shore of Point Pleasant area. Um, we kind of just work the, the brand around the name afterwards, which was right. kind of interesting to do. That's cool. I, I mean, the, the logo itself is awesome. The colors, you know, it, 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 it tells the story. Um, I want to talk about nitro coffee for a second because that, yeah. that's kind of how you and I got started here at Havens. I mean, we, we've got history with our other businesses together, but you know, you and I started talking and I wanted to bring in something simple in this store mm -hmm. that wasn't really very popular in the area. I shouldn't say popular. I should say wasn't very readily available in the area. Yeah. Um, and being a sweet shop in the ice cream store, I'm open late at night. Um, and, and some people were asking, you know, do you have coffees? Um, so, you know, the very first thing that we did was we brought in the, the nitro coffee. So, um, for people who don't know what it is, cause I still have people sometimes that, you know, pop in and, and, you know, what is that? They, they see a keg sitting here and they have questions. So, you know, absolutely. So a lot of people, I think still don't even to this day, you know what it is, even though it's, it's hugely popular, but unless you're going into a Starbucks or that type of coffee shop you're not really going to find a nitro brew coffee too often. Um, the basis of a nitro brew is really just cold brew coffee, which I think probably at this point, most people who drink coffee, um, no, it's a cold coffee product. Cold brew is never actually heated at all. Um, it's steeped similar to how you would steep a hot tea, except the water is at room temperature, okay. um, which, which makes the coffee in and of itself much less acidic and much smoother. Um, so that's the base for the nitro brew coffee. The next part of that is the nitro, uh, which is a nitrogen infusion. So uh, when the coffee is poured um, out of a keg, there's 
a mechanism that we have that infuses nitrogen directly into the coffee. So it's not just a gas that's used to push it. It actually is used to push it out of the keg um, and infuses into the coffee. What that does, um, the, the best way to explain it um, is it, it kind of, the nitrogen actually opens up your taste buds and allows you to kind of taste that coffee on a much deeper level. Um, while simultaneously it changes the look of the coffee and it changes the feel of the coffee in your mouth. So it makes it much creamier. So for somebody who likes a little bit of milk in their coffee maybe, or likes their coffee a little bit sweeter, you wouldn't even need to add anything to it because it does add that creaminess right to it from the nitrogen. Um, and it gives it a really cool look too. It actually, when you pour, and you know this from pouring them in the shop, yeah, I was just um, this. It, it cascades down the cup almost um, like a Guinness beer would when it's poured in a bar. Um, it looks very similar. You could actually probably confuse the two if they're poured simultaneously. <laughs> but let's hope not. But yeah, I, 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 so the reactions that we're getting, a lot of people, you know, they walk into the, the candy shop here, ice cream shop, and they see this keg and, you know, um, some of them know what it is and, and others don't. We've been doing some samplings and people are digging it and, and it's served at room temperature. You know, yeah. it's not served on ice and actually you're getting a full cup, you know, yeah. not, not watered down. Like if you were to get a cold brew, it's probably half a cup of ice. Right. Right. So if you were to 16 walk, into, walk into like Duncan or something like that and get a cold brew or iced coffee, they're filling your cup all the way with ice. Right. Um, and you're getting a little bit of coffee. Yeah. So this is, it's cold. Um, it's just not served on ice, so it's kept cold in your kegerator, um, and you get a nice full cup of coffee, which is awesome. Um, so there's, there's definitely the plus for that. We 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 have a question here from uh, Rob Rivera, who's a chef who I know, who's an amazing chef, by the way. Uh, I, I think it's a great question. Uh, is there a specific brand or type of coffee brewer you recommend? Then he says, I know brewing water temp is very important to a great coffee, which releases all of his great characteristics. So. You want to touch on that for a second? So, so yeah. So, I mean, it, it's really going to depend on, I guess, your preferred brewing method first. Um, Mike, you're not a coffee drinker, so you might not know this. Um, most people in their house are going to have uh, an automatic drip machine, which is like, you know, in the old days, it was Mr. Coffee. Um, now it's the Ninja Coffee Bar is a really popular one. That's what I have. I use it every day. I think it's a great coffee machine for the money. Um, and it's easy. You put the coffee in, you put the water in, you hit a button, and you're done. Um, I personally, I would absolutely recommend the Ninja to somebody who is an everyday daily drinker, um, of coffee because it's simple, it's easy, and it comes out with a really good cup of coffee. Um, it's different if you're getting into something that's a little bit, maybe more of a, an artisan approach to making coffee. Um, you could do a pour over coffee, which is done. Um, I, I have something called a Chemex. It basically looks like, if you think about in high school, like a big glass beaker, and you slowly pour water over the top of the coffee and it drains in. Um, so it's not forced through like in an automatic machine. It drips slowly. So um, let me go backwards for just a second. You're selling yeah. uh, beans and grinds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we sell beans and grinds. So um, again, um, if you're really into your coffee, you're probably buying beans. Um, it's a little bit more work, but you're going to get, you know, the freshest, most, depth of flavor uh, when you grind your beans fresh. Um, but a lot of people buy grinds. I mean, I would say the vast majority of people do because it's just okay. And And uh, I don't know if you finished answering Rob's question, but I also want to ask about the Kruig machines, if I'm saying that right, with yeah. the cups. Like so, yeah, so Kruig machines. 
So we um, we actually came out with K cups in October. Um, it's definitely a very different process. I mean, it's definitely for the person who drinks one cup of coffee a day, wants to fill up their coffee on the way out. Um, the most important thing that I've come across using your Keurig um, is cleaning it. People think you don't have to clean it, and you do um, often. So you have to clean up the inside of the Keurig machine to make sure your coffee tastes the way it should. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have we have um, all of our blends are, are available in K cups. So people that prefer that that method, you can go for it. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Um, you, we got another friend checking in, Matt Perry. Oh, Matt, yeah. How's it going, Matt? Must, Matt must be uh, a big fan. Yeah, Matt. I know Matt. You, you might know Matt too. Matt's um, in the wedding business as well, where our other businesses live, and uh, he actually did a little graphics work for us earlier. So he's he's had some of the coffee too. So okay, it's good to hear. And and with the similar last name, Megan is checking in yeah. too and uh-huh. giving you a shout out. Your your fan club is seeing you now, man. We're, we're trying, man. We're really trying to you know touch local as much as possible. I mean, we've at this point, um, you know, nearly six full months in pretty much ship coffee to the whole country. Um, we ship coffee to Germany. So it's starting to, to spread, which is really cool. Uh, but, you know, we're still really, you know, driving at the, at the local towns around us, Point Pleasant and, and the surrounding communities. So uh, holiday gifts, like, yeah. is, is that a big thing right now? Like, is yeah. coffee, winter yeah, time, yeah. Right? coffee's huge right now. Winter time, you know, a lot of people drink their, you know, drink, I think, more coffee in the winter, um, drink flavored coffees in the winter. Um, so we came out with a gingerbread um, blend of coffee for the winter time, which is really good. I would normally, before I whole started this whole process, say I hated flavored coffee. It was not for me, and I would never drink it. Um, I actually really like the gingerbread flavor we came out with. Um, it's not like our flavors aren't overly sweet because it's not flavored with like, um, a pump of syrup like you would get at a, at a store or something the flavor is actually put into the into the beans it's, the beans are flavored prior to being roasted okay. um, so it's, it's it's a little bit of a different way to do it something that most people don't get um but gift baskets and things like that are super popular we actually have a gift basket for sale on the website um so you can buy a gift basket and send it directly to somebody they've been pretty popular i think a lot of um corporate holiday gifts are kind of going out that way so it comes with a bag of gingerbread coffee and then your choice of one of our other blends and uh, two bean mug and mugs. Coming in <laughs> so it's all packaged up and sent right up for you. Um, that's awesome. The holidays, man, it's different this year, but uh, gift giving is not going away. Maybe live no. events are going away, but gift giving <laughs> yeah. is not. Um, Caroline is checking in and she had a question about yeah. caffeine and, you know, yeah. any recommendations for a good decaf and so far, everything we spoke about, are they caffeinated coffees? So all of our coffees are caffeinated except for Caroline, our boardwalk one decaf. So we do have a decaf version of what I would call our house coffee, which is our, our boardwalk blend. Boardwalk blend is, um, very similar to like a, a really good, donut shop morning kind of coffee um a medium roast higher levels of caffeine to kind of get you going but um not something that's going to be harsh on the stomach or anything like that it's like really mellow um so we do have a decaf version of it in uh ground beans and k-cups you know i I, actually tom maybe this is a conversation not for a live podcast but a lot of people who are coming in the ice cream store at night you know I'm, i'm trying to push the coffee and they're asking, you know, do you have anything decaf? Because 8.30 at yeah. night, you know, they're not looking to get all jolted up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, 
how caffeinated is the nitro? So the nitro is caffeinated just like a regular cup of coffee would be. Um, the difference is the nitro what would make it a little bit less, um, a little back information really. So when, when you sell, when you get any of our coffees on the back of the bag, there's a label and we have a roast meter on it. Um, that roast meter tells you how dark or light the coffee's roasted. Most people think the darker the coffee, the stronger the coffee, the more caffeine. And it's not true. The lighter the roast, the more caffeine. The darker the roast, the stronger and bolder the flavor will be. But you lose the caffeine in the roasting process. So the coffee that we use for the nitro brew and the cold brew that you have in Havens are both dark roasted coffee. Um, so it kind of gives you that really deep chocolatey flavor in the coffee, but it's going to lower the level of caffeine in it. Um, I mean, you'd have to get really scientific to, to know exactly how much yeah. caffeine. The regular coffee drinkers probably not going to have any clue what their, what, what the caffeine level of the normal coffee would be that they drink. Um, but if it's, it's a darker roast, so it's not technically less. Interesting. But if they're drinking 16 ounces without ice, that's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of coffee. Like if, yeah. if, if, if caffeine affects you like that, like I, I'm lucky and I've always been this way. Like I could drink a coffee at night and go to bed an hour later. It doesn't bother me. Um, but some people would have a sip of coffee and be up for four hours from that. I guess I should laugh because the same person that's worried about the coffee, the caffeine is also eating uh, three scoops of ice cream here. Well, with yeah, it's true. With all kinds, with all kinds <laughs> of sugar that they're trying to balance out. I, I guess coffee has a bad rep when it comes to uh, the caffeine, but the ice cream and the yeah. sugar doesn't. Interesting. Yep. Um, I want to touch on caffeination station before we, uh, you know, sign off for the day. But um, you know, first off, it's such a cool concept, um, especially now micro weddings. People are doing smaller mm -hmm. events at their homes. Yeah. Um, this is mobile. You could take it, you know, virtually yeah. anywhere. So it's totally mobile. The only um, the only thing that we really need is electricity, which um, even in certain situations can be done with a generator. Um, you know that's been done as well. So yeah, totally mobile. So the idea is, um, especially like in the micro wedding or outdoor environment, you know you're sometimes limited on the the things you can do, um, or maybe the services that are provided to some of the other people you're using for your event. So what we do is we come in. Um, the best way to think about it is just like your open bar. It's, um, it's an unlimited open coffee bar for two hours. Um, and we can do all different kinds of things. We provide cappuccinos, lattes, and espressos, um, and different variations of those, um, along with flavors. Um, we, we typically don't include what would be referred to as American coffee, which is like bean mug and what I'm drinking now, coffee out of your coffee pot at home. It's more craft and artisan drinks like cappuccinos and lattes. Is, is it something that you're doing live during dessert or more as like a take home to go kind so, of thing? So we kind of um, will do it depending on the client's needs. Uh, typically what we do, if we're talking about it, uh, uh, let's talk about a wedding. Um, usually we do the last two hours of the event. So figure we're starting as dinner's ending and we're there till the guests are walking out the door. In some instances, people go, hey, my facility is okay with you guys being here for 20 minutes after, 30 minutes after the actual end of the event and people can get their coffee on the way out. But typically it's the last two hours. That's really cool. Um, and how do people find that company? So that one is the caffeinationstationnj.com. Um, you can get all the info there about, uh, about the services we provide. Awesome. And, and we had that here when Point Pleasant was doing the 
restaurant tour and people were yeah. bouncing around restaurant to restaurant and you guys were set up outside. It made me think what a great idea for a business that's doing a grand opening or yep. any type of celebration. Um, totally, totally. We, we actually just did a coffee bar at um, the Red Bank Veterinary Hospital. Wow. Um, maybe about a month or so ago, um, you know, so they brought it in for all of their, their staff and their, and their customers coming in that day, just kind of as an appreciation. Um, we did one um, for teachers. It was like their first in-service day back to school in the beginning of this year. And the, the principal of the school wanted to do something nice for all the teachers that were there. Um, so they had coffee for the whole day on their breaks that we provided for them there. That day too. So it's, it's definitely a cool thing in the corporate world and that environment as well. That's really cool. Tom, you have anything you want to add before we uh, sign off? No, man. I mean, um, we kind of touched on it all. You can head into Havens. You can always try the, the cold brew, the nitro. You could always pick up a bag of coffee there at Havens, too. Mike has them for sale. Of course, eat, eat ice cream <laughs> and uh, have a little coffee for dessert. That's really it. Awesome, man. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on this podcast. Mm -hmm. um, this is episode three. Um, I'll leave in the comments of the uh, podcast where they can find you at Muggin. Dot com. It's M-U-G-G-I-N.com. Beanmuggincoffeeco.com. Excuse me. Thank you for fixing that. Okay. Right, no problem. Um, and then uh, the caffeinationstationnj.com, right? You, you got it. Okay. Awesome. And uh, again, this is episode three. Later this week, I'm going to be uh, meeting with the guys right down the street from me, uh, Last Wave Brewery, and we're going to do oh, – I, I, an, another beverage conversation, but this one I might be able to be a little bit more knowledgeable in. <laughs> I, think, I think you might know something about that one. Uh, yeah, I guess so. So anyhow, we're signing off episode three of the Point Pleasant podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Tom, always a pleasure and uh, keep doing what you do, man. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it.
Explosive Entertainment.